0: Welcome back to the Sleepover Podcast, this is Fandames with Parks and Nebula, the one speaking is Nebula.
1: I'm Parks, um, did you purposely say that now so I wouldn't cut you off from it after? Uh, Yeah. Um, Okay, perfect. Um, we have a guest with us today, someone I know very well, um, and have worked with constantly. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yo, what's up guys? My name's Siobhan. I'm also known as the cosplayer Ugami. What's up? What's up?
1: And you're a phenomenal
0: voice actor, and you oh, are oh, oh. incredibly intelligent and gorgeous, <laughs> and a wonderful model. And, and we are so glad that, that you're here. And, and, and dumbass,
2: <laughs> don't and let the all fact of you I know things detract from my stupidity.
1: I don't Best know. You in know, show <laughs> winner here who doesn't know a single fucking thing.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know how me, to three D model. Me wanting so to
2: run like oh that. The 3D modeling and me wanting to run educational panels on, like, history and arts and stuff at conventions.
1: And then also not knowing a single thing. You go up there and go, uh, <laughs> this one. <laughs> and it works every time. Everyone does, believes you. It
2: does. Um, at, at, what was it, like, isekai last year whenever my panel was supposed to be, like, a 3D modeling, like, live demonstration. None of the software was working. Or, no, my computer wasn't connecting to their projector, so I instantly just turned it into a and a instead.
1: I mean, smart. You gotta do what you have. What on the fly. What you have. Well, uh, going into I-Anime bonsai we didn't know if they were gonna give us a projector for Smash or Pass or not. Oh, and my. everyone in that room was 100% certain we did not have one because when we went in, there was a big whiteboard and oh. someone had written our panel name on it. Um. Oh and the screen was up at the time, so we couldn't, you know, see it. So we went in there like, oh my God, am I gonna have to pantomime every single character I'm talking about right now? But thank God I found it. (laughs) I found all of the
2: controls. (laughs) So that you could uh, just draw like really crappy versions of each of the characters and then talk about their smashability.
1: Honestly, I should have done that at some point. That
0: would have
2: been incredible.
0: There's a panel idea, blind smasher pass. You don't know anything about this character. Here's my shitty rendition.
2: (laughs) I have
1: to be guaranteed I get a whiteboard. Like the whiteboard is the thing that I would expect to receive less than a projector at a convention. That's true. I mean, I can bring my own small one and just hold it up. Pray to God, everyone in the back can see it. Just roll one of those big ones through, like incorporate
0: it into your cosplay. Be some sort of weird science professor from some anime and just bring it with you be and like then flip a time- it over.
1: I can just be like a timeshare like presenter and bring my big sticky notepad that I put on an <laughs> easel and be like, "Look."
2: Be a teacher from an anime. Roll in a chalkboard. Fuck oh, yes. Go old school.
1: Let's do that. Next panel we do, Siobhan, let's bring in the fucking chalkboard.
2: I'm so in. (laughs) Let's do it. That'll be like our sixth panel we're adding to isekai this coming year.
1: Oh my god. No, I'm uh, I'm only on four. If they all get approved, I'm on four. I'm safe. You. You're (laughs) not safe. (laughs) So what panels are you guys doing? So because, so I am not confirmed for anything yet because I am not a cosplay guest with them. So I'm going through the normal programming uh, route, which is fine. I don't care. Um, I am on their list because of the panel last year was very successful, but it's kind of like I'm still going through the ringer as everyone else. Um, Siobhan is a cosplay guest. So because ooh, she ooh. is, she gets to put on kind of whatever she likes and it gets inserted right into their normal programming because she's a guest. So they let guests do what they want. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So So how many, what do you have
1: planned?
2: Okay, so the only one that I have like so far already been approved in in everything is an art history panel. um, Comparing like Edo period ukiyo-e woodblock prints to the Wano arc in one piece. Because there are so many art references that they made like popping off from that first episode whenever they were climbing the waterfall. I was like texting my roommate at three in the morning to sending him pictures of like what was happening in the episode and then sending him like historical art that was being directly references, referenced to and then just freaking out over it. And that was just the first episode. So I already have this like, I need to go through and plan out specifically what I'm going to say for that whole hour panel, but it is slated to be like an hour long. I have roughly an idea of what I want to talk about. Starting with like the introduction of what woodblock print is, why it's important, contextualize it with the Edo period and, you know, a little bit of history, maybe talk a little bit about the Momoyama period leading into the leading into Edo and the Tokugawa period. Edo Tokugawa is pretty much the same thing. Um, but yeah, then just really going deep into the art style that was used for that specific part of One Piece and be like, oh, hey, like. This is reference to this piece of art, and this is culturally important because of this, and they also did it over here. And if you look at, like, the Kabuki Theater Prince, which is, like, how Ukiyo-e got started, here they are being referenced in this. So I know,
0: love that so much. My heart so, is much. so
2: ready for it.
0: So... It's perfect timing that you said that because, um, so my grandfather was in World War II and he fought in the Pacific Theater specifically when he was like stupid young. And so he had this fascination his whole life for Eastern cultures and Eastern, uh, mm. like countries and would travel all the time. And my uncle did the same. And I just got my inherited prints of Japanese mm. and Korean art from my granddad and my great uncle. So I just got those Ooh. just brought them to the house I have a fan behind me That I can show you But that's like it And then when I was in college I worked in an art museum In the collections and the archives and stuff Ooh. So I was actually able to Handle a real Woodblock stri- <gasps> Strike print Of the original Great Wave of Kanagawa Woodblock
2: Oh, I'm gonna start crying <laughs> No one's so, own one is so bad. I know. It's so small. It was so oh, yeah. small. It's They're like. By like seven by five inches.
0: Yeah. And um, I. So you're you're among good company. <laughs> I also <laughs> have a very soft spot for ukulele prints. And that connection of One Piece to various art movements is something that mm-hmm. I noticed really early on whenever I was um, going through One Piece the first time. I'm now going and rewatching it. But like Oda has such a good connection between um, literary and like artistic movements in oh, yeah. the story of One Piece, and I just lost the challenge that Parker and I had, which was can we go twenty minutes? Without yeah, no, talking about one not,
1: it's okay, it's okay. I didn't invited. I did not hold us to that standard. That was before we booked our next two, and you know, that's right. It's Siobhan, and then another One Piece guest. So there's no way in fuck we're not talking about One Piece. Yeah, you put that challenge for a solo recording, okay. and I was prepared to talk about something else during a solo recording. I was going to mention the Five Nights at Freddy's movies, but you had not seen it at the time. So,
2: but now I have. Okay, well,
0: thank you. We're now not you talking just about
1: that. Reinstated the the challenge,
0: and I am no longer a loser. Fuck yeah!
2: So make we're sure back. you turn into that episode, guys. Don't
1: miss it. When when, when we do it, yeah. Um. And then the other, are you doing any other panels besides from that one and the one we're doing together? You're fine to talk about that too. It's fine. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Like (laughs) you're allowed right before the podcast, Parker and I are doing a persona panel talking about like min-maxing your relationships, like in real life and essentially using the confidant system in, in the persona games as a guide. I love it. I don't know. You guys know. are
1: so cute. It's it's a mutual. It's a mutual rising. I show up. Yeah. I help Siobhan. I share her shit. I connect her with people yep. she doesn't know yet. She connects me with people I know. I help set up her posters. I take them
2: down. Yeah. Mutual. Mutual. Do you want to her- be my handler at Isekai?
1: I mean, if you want to give her that back. Shit.
2: Isekai, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're gonna correct the person who speaks it's Japanese. Just,
0: it was the it was the deliverance that you had with it. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it had the tone of a mom that's like, Do you like those
2: Pokemans? <laughs> I say, they say it as Pokemans on purpose. Yeah, she's
1: that. she's into it. She's your yeah. Asian mom who I doesn't know anyone love that heart. Thank
2: you.
1: <laughs> um, I'll be your handler if my panels don't get approved and I don't get a panel badge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: But I mean, I'll still help you set up and take down, anyways. That's what I do.
2: Yay, thank you. Because uh life events are happening and i might have to fly in for isekai now oh
1: my god you might
2: <gasps> yeah no. so uh we'll no uh,
1: I'm this to is the podcast announcement
2: that ne- this upcoming week so that i have an answer to another friend by friday
1: <laughs> Not the Ugami announcement of the L.A. arc starting. Um, if you're unaware, Chev uh, is moving to L.A. soon. I knew that, but um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's much sooner than oh, we think cool. now, Great. because yeah. it was put because off a little indefinitely. In my
2: lap last week,
1: and now it's back. It's back on the table, and I'm so yeah. proud and happy for her. But at the same time, what <laughs> the fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What saw, the fuck? Like, I'm so happy, but at the same time, it's like, oh my god, what? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who's gonna go to Korean barbecue with me and 3D print my big swords? I'm gonna have to buy my own 3D printer now. So I can't am I. Use the libraries. <laughs> so okay, am I. Okay, but counterpoint. So, now, oh, guys, commission me for your yes, 3D commission prints. Siobhan. And, and 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 the uh design. Yes,
0: because you do phenomenal 3D models and modeled whole. You mm-hmm. modeled the swords, right, for um Odin. Parker that you did yeah
1: yes yeah yeah she also did kinemons yep and she did she didn't do the model work but she did do the adjustment and slicing and printing for my bomb devil helmet and my chainsaw man helmet and she designed nitro from scratch yep and she designed my climate or she adjusted my climate tech both times um yeah we're on the third hand now my, because it's a weird risk. luffy
2: sword i have everything for my yamato cosplay i designed and printed everything for my film red luffy i designed and printed for my competitive partner i designed and printed all of their uta stuff and then for one of my friends out in la i uh printed i designed and did a partial print of the napoleon so that's as awesome
0: well. that's so phenomenal yeah
2: and that's just the one piece stuff.
1: Oh, and then my crackers, um she did my crackers, oh, she yeah, did all of the swords, she did all of the sheaths. Um I think that's most um, of it. My you know, roommate's
2: Daifuku and
1: um Perospero uh Perospero part the like, finishing.
2: Like, yeah. And then I modeled up a Binky for Señor Pink, but then he made the decision to do something else. With
1: well, that my. one broke, so you might need to print it. <laughs>
2: Oh, did it? Yeah, he he. he
1: well, it's because he has to bite down on it because it's a fucking binky to keep it in his mouth. Yeah. Um, his grown man teeth, his male adult teeth, uh, broke right through it because the, the rubber is meant oh. for infants who don't have teeth, <laughs> not a grown man. Damn, man, got teeth too yeah, strong. Um, rough, buddy. I feel bad posting every time, and it's like, Siobhan did this um, every single post I make, but Siobhan has, she's also the one who designed and um, did Gavin's shadow wig when he wore Wait, Shadow the
0: Hedgehog. Wait, that was you? I didn't know that. Oh my yeah. god. It, yeah.
2: my, the very first wig I had ever done was my journal wig.
1: Yeah. And it what was a place cool. to start. Published. It's published in magazines. It's everywhere. Oh, that's so I remember when oh, we did the. You know,
2: no, my journal wasn't published in a magazine, but my Bucciolotti was. No, I thought
1: your um gold journal was. The no, one was where you're gold- shirtless and it's like.
2: No, it was Bruno that I did. Was
1: for that, that Bruno? I swear to yeah. God, I thought it was a journal. Okay, well, I think this yeah. is. But I do have. Either things- way, either I think way. This is a
0: really good place to ask you, Siobhan, if you'll give us a little insight into Uh-oh. how you got started cosplaying specifically.
2: Oh, my gosh. So, it was back in high school, whenever- In what like- year? Reveal your age to
0: us, Siobhan. Oh Tell God. us how long you've been in this crap. You'd never guess. You'd I, never, never guess. guess. Looking
2: at her. Any, any, anyone want to guess first before I reveal? I already yeah, know. We'll so give I you think. three seconds.
1: Yeah. So, three. There you go. No, no. Sh- Neb, guess. You yeah, know, I know. You're, you're 30, right? 29? 30? No. She's- Wait. One more. Go up a little bit more. Thirty two
2: okay 31 more. (laughs) (laughs) yes yes i bet none of you guessed that if you like see my face Uh, in my defense you were 29 uh, when i I... first
0: learned of your existence and so in my brain you're 29 forever
2: (laughs) yeah well that's yeah (laughs) yeah yeah whatever age you meet me at i am that age forever because um Whenever I was in my teens, I had accidentally stumbled upon the Fountain of Youth a little bit too early, and uh, I didn't realize that the age that you drink out of it from is the age that you permanently. Yeah, but that's the whole deal. If I was a smart person, I would have I would have done it at twenty one because my my teen like my teen immature brain thought, oh yeah, like I'm gonna age up to hitting twenty and then I'll stop aging. Nope, nope, it stops you right there.
1: Yeah, so now you're a twelve year old boy oh for the rest God. of your life.
2: Yeah, exactly. But a, but a
1: beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Yes, yes. makes sure her the most perfect Luffy of all time. Um, means she can trick or treat. Means yeah, she gets Yeah, I'm so jealous. <laughs> um
2: all everyone in the neighborhood totally thought i was one of the kids because all i had to do was just talk in a little bit of a higher register yeah. and it's oh. no problem i'm i need to come younger.
1: stand behind you and like smoke a cigarette and be like remember to say thank you <laughs> i'll pretend to be your mom and we'll sell it like yeah, 10 so times Parker, we need to they know
2: out next halloween we oh i was
1: gonna say we need to go to
0: la and visit siobhan on halloween and take okay. her to the higher class yeah, like areas. Neb <laughs> and I are almost the same height. I'm just like an inch or two taller, and so then
2: I'll just yeah, I'll just put yeah. on
0: the little kid voice, so then we'll go together.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Neb, what are you gonna do about your womanly body? I will put movement? on a big sheet. No one can see these curves. Okay, yeah, <laughs> be <a> ghost. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll get you Just a big like,
2: be, like among us. Costume. Cut, out, cut out the eye slit. That'll somewhere. be our
0: cosplay. We'll cosplay as children and we'll put you in a big wig that has like the, the beer can, like shitty white,
2: white <laughs> trash curls, and you got your fake um, sig, like, tell them
1: thank
0: you, kids.
2: Oh my god. So like I grew up in southwest Missouri in like yeah. a country town. I mean a country yeah. town. Like farmland around the high school. I remember doing Spirit Week, every year, they would have a day called White Trash Bash, where kids would show up like that unironically. And I'm the only Asian kid, like, in my grade. So, of course, I wouldn't dress up like that because, one, my parents would murder me. But I would just be, like, looking around like, hey, embrace your culture, I guess. Yeah. I am also white people do have culture yeah (laughs) also (laughs) raised
0: in the south i'm from oklahoma and i still am here unfortunately but um that's we also had like white trash day uh i think we got rid of it after one point because parents complained because they didn't like that it was a little too (laughs) accurate but anyway
2: (laughs) show up in those wife beaters no kids would literally show up to school Not even on White Trash Bash Day. Just, like, (laughs) driving their tractor to school. Because Uh, they were going to the park. now. So,
0: I I have a story you'll love. When I was a freshman in high school, and I couldn't drive yet, um, Mm -hmm. my dad was, like, off work early one day, so he was going to come pick me up. And I completely forgot, because I wasn't used to that. And I had already arranged for a friend's parent to drive me home with them. And so he texts me, and he's like, hey, I'm out front, where are you? And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, I'm already... On my way home, like, this person said that they could take me. He's like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. I have something to tell you when you get home. And I'm thinking I'm in trouble, that he's going to be pissed, because he had the, like, oh, no. and, so, and I get there, and then he walks in, and he goes, all right, that trip was worth it, because I saw the most white trash boy I've seen in 20 years walk out <laughs> of your school, and this child... Was wearing a uh, muscle t-shirt that he had cut himself all the way down to the bottom hem. And it was so far in that you could see his nipples. He was wearing pajama pants that were cut off at the knees like jean cutoffs. Cowboy boots with tall white socks. And a cowboy hat. And had like a basketball drawstring bag as his backpack. Fit check.
2: <laughs> my dad was like, this entire... You just entire... straight back
0: to two thousand. This entire trip was so worth it just because Ooh. I got to see this one mess of a trial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's me as That fuck. was just his Tuesday I, fit. I, that, yeah, yeah how I my trash You didn't tell me? Like, no. and, and like a
2: cowboy mm-hmm. hat? Yup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so glad
2: yeah, we have god. someone on the I've podcast I can thing. relate to. Yeah, right? Oh my god, like... I remember one kid like had Confederate flags like on the side of his car and administration finally had to talk to him to take it down. In Missouri I'm glad administration did. I'm surprised yeah, they did. I'm surprised they yeah, said that. No anything. one said anything
0: at our school. I think it was enough
2: of a, like us few black and brown kids that exist had, had enough to say. They were, they were like, all right, yeah, this is a problem. We should uh, address Damn. This.
0: I drove a truck in high school, and it took every ounce of my self-control to not mount a flagpole and just fly like a gay pride flag. And then I remembered, like, oh, that I'm crazy. in Oklahoma. I'm going to get my ass beat if I do that.
2: Yeah, you'll There's get. You will get shot.
0: You are not
1: immune to hate crime. No.
0: <laughs> but I, I did come close to it, and I did have a friend in college that I will remain. She, she will remain nameless. That she uh, was one of the people that took that kind of issue into her own hands and carried a pocket knife for a reason. Mm. I will say, <laughs> there were there were many mm. truck flags that did not see the light of day after
1: they met her. <laughs> <laughs> Was she cutting them down? Is that the implication? You, you, you
2: tell or me.
1: A little bit
0: of like you, a, you, you know. I'm gonna go check
2: my my like power cable because I have it plugged into my laptop, but it's saying that it's now not- it's you're not. You're now good, it's good, Chef's you're good. turn to
0: have all the can- the technical issues.
2: Yeah, wait, hey, I can hear you guys. Like- it's okay. We'll throw this
0: out.
1: Who cares? <laughs> we'll burn it. <laughs> The bad copies for us. Just
2: kidding. No, it's it's to share the raw is on. Uh, oh, Petriona. your crop top's
0: cute. I love the the muscle tea crop. Oh,
2: thank you. I was planning to go to the gym after this. Okay, that didn't work. Let me just try a different. Try thing. whatever you want, baby You're girl. Okay. Take your
1: time. Wee wee. Did you enter the uh, giveaway for the Zoro swords?
0: Not yet. I'm going to. Yes.
1: I'm only doing it for the Sanji lighter. I don't want to spam my story with like 20 million different things, but I kind of want to do all of the mystery ones to see if I get Buggy's head out of it.
0: I don't think they're going to give up Buggy's head.
1: (laughs) I want them. I know you do. You should cosplay Buggy. I'm going to. Um, I'm doing... Well, we were well, Siobhan, if you remember, we were going to do the buggy party, where all of us were going to oh, be yeah. different versions of buggy, and you were going to be buggy when he's missing his fucking torso.
2: Yeah. And in- inside the little box I was going gonna-
1: to do pillow pet warlord buggy, where I'm in a whole yeah. blanket going, woo
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that! Hey, I'm just saying, I could sit like this for hours. And that's real <laughs>
1: buggy. That's your... <laughs>
0: Yeah. We could so easily do cross guild as a, like a femme cross guild player. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I'm yes. thinking of doing. We'll if I was going
2: to. Oh, you yeah. also can, can also crocodile. Do crocodile. You have the That's biggest boobs. You're the biggest boobs <laughs> out of all I of us. Yeah, Come okay, on, okay. Okay, from our mouths. okay who, who has the negative titties? Because that could be me.
1: Uh, <laughs> you'd probably be Mihawk, and I'd probably be Buggy.
0: All right, let's do it. Parker has Buggy energy, and I mean that in a positive way.
2: I mean that in the way of, no.
0: I'm calling you that in like all the femme fan art that's been floating around where it's like crocodile and beehawk are leaning in and Buggy's like this awkward little shy lesbian just in the middle. It's really cute. <laughs> Did you call me a clown?
1: Um, I called you cute, yes, shy, and gay. Take the compliment. And a clown. <laughs>
2: I'll call you a clown.
1: Yeah, you can. I, I can't do anything about it when you say no- When you say that, it's like, yeah, yes, ma'am. But um uh, <laughs> I'm Back on track, because um, we were talking about isekai we, panels. We were and talk- where we're starting, where we're We at. were
0: talking about when Siobhan got started cosplaying, and then we got devolved oh, off true. into high school. school. Sorry, <laughs> we were talking There's about panels.
1: Off. We were talking about panels, and then you died. So we had, to and move then back. Siobhan died. Siobhan, would you like to continue telling us about your story or about oh how God. your your beginnings?
2: <laughs> yeah, my humble beginnings as a cosplayer. Yes. starting out in high school. Oh yeah, we we sugged away whenever you asked how old yes. I was. But yes, yes. none of you probably guessed it. I am 31. 31 going on 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was like sophomore year of high school, maybe junior year, whenever it was first like really introduced to me because my my two high school best friends were like interested in anime and manga and all of that back then. Um, They still are to this day. And they started talking about going to conventions then. And that's really whenever cosplay as like an idea first came to me. Cause like, I thought it was really, really cool. I loved Halloween anyway and enjoyed dressing up and all that fun stuff. So it just seemed natural. That'd be something that I would also be into. So my parents are very, very, very strict people. And so there was no way in hell that they would let me go to a convention that young. So like, one of my high school friends messaged me the other day, sending me a picture from high school with me just like dressed up then, <laughs> just after school hours, um, because I had no conventions or anything else to go to. So I was that one weird kid that would occasionally do that, but no one could say anything because I was because I am actually Asian. So if you like tell me off. Maybe you're racist. So no one questioned it.
1: Yeah, what are they going to do? Call you a weeaboo? You're an Asian person. You're not You're yeah. not fetishizing anyone's culture. That's you. Can, can I, mean, I ask exactly. for
0: context what your so, heritage is? Like
1: Filipino. Filipino. Okay,
0: I thought that was the case, but I didn't yeah, want to just like spend. say that. And then you'd be like, what the fuck,
1: dude? Just guess and be wrong. <laughs> well, I
0: thought yeah, you had said yeah. it before. Like when we were talking in person at some point. I'm but I have really the memory of a goldfish. Sure so I just wanted to make sure. <laughs>
2: all right cool everyone either yeah, asks is or from the philippines it. and my family is all like sl- slowly but steadily moving back moving back to the philippines it's pretty great oh yeah interesting yeah. yeah a lot of people are hitting retirement age and it's like hey it's cheaper to live there than it is in the US. oh yeah it's so... a bunch of fucking
1: islands let's go retire there yeah get yeah the exactly. fuck out.
2: summer year round like how can you go wrong yeah Yeah, had no conventions or anything to go to. So I would just go to school, like ish, in cosplay. I was cosplaying Reborn, which is my first true love. And they wear relatively normal things anyway, because most of the characters are like middle school students and whatnot, until we hit that sweet, sweet future arc, Dear Lord. But yeah, everyone was wearing like hoodies and jeans and stuff. So it seemed like a normal enough thing. I didn't do like anything really with my hair because I didn't know back in the about no one at fucking the time <laughs> yeah plus i had no money because i wasn't allowed to get a job or anything so you know just work with what i had and it wasn't until i had moved out here to salt lake whenever i was able to go to my first convention for the first time ever which was the inaugural salt lake comic con the first and year or that... yeah the very first year oh or. my god yeah, so I didn't like really like get into cosplay until I was like, what, 20 or 21. And it was still kind of like a just dabbling in it kind of thing. But it was something that I enjoyed and wanted to do more of. So I went to Anime Bonsai that year too. And at this point I knew basically nobody because I came out to Salt Lake for sports and my entire personality was sports. And I FYI, was in Sean's an Olympian. <laughs> I am not an Olympian. I never. Went never like
1: went that. to the Olympics, but she was Olympic level. She's in an Olympic Olympic commercial. Uh, blah blah. <laughs> She's got the body of an Olympian. Ayo. She's an Olympian that never what? went to the Olympics, but did every other thing that, that, that requires uh, required of. You hey, as listeners, an Olympian. you want
0: to hop on that Patreon? You could just see Chev show off her beautiful muscles. Oh yeah, baby. You
1: yeah. could also you could also get on her Patreon I and, and see her naked. <laughs>
2: yeah join the tomboy Abs tier, so you can see tomboy abs I love Amen. That yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> gotta give the people what they want, you know
1: scary to think you and I have the same start time of when we actually like began because really? we are fr- I started at fanex twenty thirteen yeah oh um, I was thirteen years old, I'm so you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're odd, odd perspective to think about that you and I showed up there the first time I'm like, well, we're doing this now. And now we're both doing yeah. it here.
2: Fuck it. <laughs> it's a full circle kind of thing. You full know? circle. You
1: look, I sneeze right into it.
0: the mic. Uh, it's because I'm pretty sure there's a like cat hair that will not come off the top of my nose. So I apologize. Yeah. Head on. You're all good. It won't leave.
2: But yeah, I think it Thanks was. Thanks for putting around. it on the spot. Now we know. Um, yeah, right? We're going to be, like, staring. It's just, through. I can feel <laughs> it, you know, and it, it won't come me. off. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, so you didn't know anyone in Utah when you came?
2: No, no. At le- especially, like, in the cosplay and anime community, absolutely not. Like, I joined the anime club kind of at the University of Utah, because <laughs> segue into how I got into Utah in the first place, because my parents both doctors, their dream for me, become a doctor. I did not want to become a doctor. So I was in school for architecture, which was, you know, in along the lines of engineering, still respectable, even though you're not a doctor. So um, I graduated high school early because I didn't want to be in high school anymore. <laughs> Cause my whole plan was get out of high school, go to Salt Lake, start speed skating. But uh, my parents didn't want me want me to be an artist Absolutely did not want me to be an athlete, so I became both. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! So um, with, in Missouri, the only schools at the time, I don't know if it's changed now, but at the time, the only schools that offered architecture program were private universities. So I was stuffed into one of those. Horribly, horribly, horribly expensive. So I told them, hey, if I go out of state to like uh, Utah, to like the University of Utah, they have architecture there that they offer, you know, into public school, so it'll be half the price, even if I'm out of state. And they're like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. You can go. That was my that was my out. That was that was my moment of freedom. Never like I had planned this anyway. So, you know, just doing sports and stuff, it was pretty great. So finally out here, able to speed skate able to finally like go to conventions and stuff. And then it was, I wanna say like 2015 was my first anime expo. And I had a whole bunch of friends that were going with me then. And that was, that I think that was like the first real cosplay moment for me. Whenever everything just clicked and I was just like, okay, yeah, this, this is the shit. This is what I'm about. So then ever since then, I'd like taken cosplay a little bit more seriously as like each year kind of passes. So let's see, I retired from speed skating. I want to say basically when the pandemic started, took like a hard reset there. I think pretty much everybody in the cosplay community did. Didn't do anything because there weren't any events going on. And then once the pandemic was for the most part over, I was done skating. So I could just focus like on cosplay and kind of make that my personality instead of sports or, you know, keep them both as my personality because some things just don't change.
1: Well, it's like even before then, you were designing suits for like your speed skating that were cosplay. Yeah, Like you were before pandemic, you were fully combining being an athlete with your cosplay and designing stuff for your skating. Um, And I think that was one of the biggest projects I saw from you when I was a teenager following you before we knew each other. Um, it was you designing one of your JoJo speed skating suits and then, you know, pandemic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was working, um, with a speed skating or at a speed skating company at the time. And I worked with everybody from beginner all the way up to Olympic level athletes, both U S and international. And I outfitted them with essentially whatever gear they needed and also worked as a sports technician. I was honestly one of the best speed skating sports technicians in the U S um, and one of the companies that I worked with, Apogee, they are they specialize in designing skin suits and whatnot, and since they were one of my primary contacts, I just went ahead, hit up the person who was like in charge of that particular portion, and was like, "Oh hey, this is a personal project of mine. I only want a one-off. I understand this is something you normally don't do. So if you tell me no right from the get-go, totally fine. I totally understand. But here's this JoJo character, Piacho, for those of you who enjoy jojo who enjoy part five as much as i do like his and for those of you who don't know jojo he like his his power is basically speed skating like it's controlling like cold temperatures and ice and all that but he's a speed skater like everything about his design including like the length of skates he's on pure speed skater so i told them about this character told them that i wanted this as my own personal competition skin suit would they be able to help me out Absolutely. So for the next three months, I worked with Apogee to design like the perfect giacho skin suit that I could wear both on the ice, like in competitions and at, costs, like, at, at cons and different events. That's incredible. So I ended up, let's see, I don't think I had it in time for KatsuCon 2019. I think I started working on that afterwards, but... Any any other conventions coming up, like, I can pop that thing out, no problem. You still
1: have it hiding in there? Oh, absolutely. I'm never getting rid of that. Have you ever gotten it out, too? I feel like I've rarely, like, I feel like I saw the progress for it, and then you just couldn't wear it because shit happened.
2: Yeah, and, because you know, pandemic pandemic happened, <laughs> and I quit officially racing, and um, whenever I worked on the, the Visa commercial, they provided us with skin suits mm-hmm. to wear that the design team worked on and whatnot. But I was fully prepared to like, bring my own stuff. I'll,
1: I'll wear my JoJo cosplay to this commercial <laughs> shoot, yeah, guys. Right, Wouldn't that be sick? Right. I'll wear this copywritten product. <laughs> it's not yeah, copywritten. Really, really. He's a side character, and it's technically because Siobhan designed it. She has her own copyright.
0: Yeah, not for a marketing. For not for a marketing commercial For another no, guy. no, not
1: for visa <laughs> fucking marketing. No, but like. No. It's it, if she wore it and just said, "I don't know what it's from." I liked it, lol. She would have maybe had a <laughs> little maybe. bit of leniency.
2: So, okay, <laughs> look at this cool
0: suit that I've got. I <laughs> am very curious if you have ever considered doing like any kind of recreational combination of your skating and your cosplay. Because in my mind, whenever you're explaining all the, explaining all this, I immediately am going to jet set radio future. And thinking, like, you could do a
2: for her. I've never played it. Do you it. know what it is? Roughly. Someone asked me to do, like, a commission once for, like, the yen sign medallion that one of the characters mm-hmm. has. It's
0: been years since I've played it, so if you're listening, I was just, this is all just from my middle school memory. Don't take it seriously. It's, like, a gang of um, roller skaters in Tokyo, and they, uh, like, spray paint different areas and tag different areas of Shibuya and whatnot in. Um, And so they all have their own little funky, like early 2000s skater outfits. And then you have to like tag different areas and like take over different gang territory. But they're really cute. I feel like they would be very much up your alley. And that would be super cool if you did like a little reel or a TikTok or something and you're like roller skating around and you have your, your cosplay on. That'd be cute.
2: I need to learn how to use TikTok. I'm yeah. elderly. Well, it's like, didn't you also do Yuri on
1: Ice cosplay back in the day at one point? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, speed skating showed up for 0. 0.3 seconds in episode one, and I was immediately hooked. There's all these different types of skate. Speed skate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember it vividly, because there's, like, this one scene where one of the characters, I'm pretty sure it's, like, Yuri Kotsky himself, like, scrolling through the ISU website, which is, in fact, the real International Skating Union website, and, like, because speed skating obviously shows up on the site, you know, scrolled right past it, and I immediately freaked out, because- You like, knew exactly
1: yeah. what it was, you know that website, like, like the well, back of your mind. That's and, so cute.
2: No, I popped off in the Yuri on Ice era, oh my, in the whole sports anime era. Yeah especially Yuri on ice, because like, while I wasn't the one competing at the, at the like international world cup level, I was going to world cups. I was working with those athletes and I knew the personality of the athletes who, who were in that space. So I loved it purely because I could relate to it and it was ac- like a pretty accurate portrayal of what like you're I seeing these
1: people being parodied a little bit because you oh, know yeah, they're but- they're based off of real people to some extent in terms of behaviors and talents and so on. Oh, and you're okay. seeing it firsthand at work and now you're coming to watch it on screen. But yeah,
2: like maybe I'll maybe I'll toss one of my my friends under the bus here. But uh um they won't remember JJ them. guys, the whole JJ oh, yes. style and all that fun stuff. I have a friend who I call JH. Yeah, He's
1: literally
2: <laughs> JJ. I I love man. this. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: I I could yeah. never Would forget like JJ. What? You know that his face is plastered around my home.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, know. You, I know. I can't get I rid gave of JJ. Gavin. Some of that JJ stuff.
1: I I know you did. Um.
2: <laughs> you're
1: welcome uh yuri on ice stays in here in my heart because i was going through yuri on ice as it was coming out separate to everyone else but um rye who's been on the podcast was going to the same events you were the yuri on ice yeah, event events. yeah you were hosting them and okay um did
2: you were I, you I, there at one of my events no I, I was going it?
1: to be and then i got <gasps> sick and oh, this man. is the same time this is the same. so me and rye were cosplaying together um yeah. unaware and we were going to go to this event together. It's probably going to be our like third or fourth hangout. And then I got sick. But because it was like on a Friday or a Saturday, the next day yeah. on that Sunday, I went to my grandparents' house and my uncle Danny was like, hey, do you know Rye? Because were you about to go hang out with him? I'm like, yeah, like, that's your cousin. Because that's my nephew or like my niece. I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was going to go to that event with Rye, which is so funny because it's like, I don't know. I always like to compare that you and I have been parallel to each other.
2: Yeah. Once we came really with we've Gavin, we have never
1: space. interacted.
2: Yeah, we've been in the same space for like a decade. We've but interacted. But it was when until, I took like, a the, photo past like two years.
1: I took a photo with you and Eli when I was wearing my Joseph cosplay once. And then like we just we just both went because eh, you know, Fanax <laughs> it was yeah. a pandemic. I was a teenager back then. Just complete diversion but it's just so funny to like see how our stories are going simultaneous to each other as we move forward each step um yeah
2: because like oh my gosh the other day I was finally finally putting together like my cosplay resume so that I can present that to other cons to be a potential guest and whatnot and like I was going through like some of the like facebook groups that i had been in like since that time where it was like oh the haiku meetup groups and i was like wait what (laughs) we held this back when (laughs) and we held five of them in a row and then the pandemic hit and then i ran to my co-hosts at bonsai we were all just coincidentally in the secondhand sale and everyone was selling haiku jerseys
1: hey everyone remember that shit from years ago let's get rid of it (laughs)
2: nobody i Nobody sold a single jersey. So Funny I came well. up afterwards and was like, hey, guys, while we still have these, uh, should we do the Hi-Q meet meetup next year? You know, year six, let's go get the gang back together. The overwhelming response was, yes, let's do it.
1: Well, Q I mean, is currently in a like, renaissance again. That's so again. cute. So. Yeah,
2: coming out. Yeah, Q
1: is back. Q is so yeah. back. Um let's bring back
2: three. Let's bring back Yoamushi Petal. Let's bring back everything.
1: Let's bring back the Yuri on Ice movie that they showed us and still haven't given any updates or news on. That
2: they suggested a trailer might exist and then (laughs) mappa is not fucking giving us
1: that movie, man. No (laughs) No (laughs) No way in fucking hell. No. But I mean, real life skaters are acknowledging it, so yay. yeah. Exactly. Updates. Oh
2: like so many speed skaters were into it as well, like not just the figure skaters, guys. Nah, the speed skaters. Oh yeah, we were all up in that business. You guys
1: loved that one's clip oh, yeah. of being featured on the screen and being recognized.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're
1: on ice too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, other ice sports exist. It's not just figure skating.
1: We- yeah. But now you're here and you're competing again after, I don't, I don't know why you have, were not competing from the beginning, honestly. Um, because,
2: well, fuck, man. Because I, uh, I was just competing in sports. I couldn't compete yeah, in sure. sports and also cosplay. That's yeah, too much. Yeah, God, I would. Yeah, and now you're I free. could
0: not imagine even, like, helping someone with that, let alone trying to take that on myself. I would drop dead in a second. No.
2: Yeah, because like the worst of it for me, like the most intense part of like my skating era was speed skating, while working three jobs while going to school. Excuse me.
1: And then throwing in cosplay on top of it whenever you had yeah, time. Yeah, and then
2: throwing cosplay on top. Absolutely, of the fuck not. <laughs> How are you alive? Yeah, yeah, I don't live like that anymore. My job was in her twenties. It was
0: okay. Okay, I'm twenty six, and I couldn't even do half of those things at one time. <laughs> Siobhan is ten. Yeah, that was that was in me one, in my though. early twenties. All, right, all right, it's it's it makes up for your that height. It's yeah. all of the. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah right. No one can keep up with her. It's 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 not everyone being like it's not Shev being up her ass. It's not like her just being full of herself. She's actually ten people, and she shows. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. It's it's. not no, you right. Wish I
2: had the height to prove it.
1: If there's a glowing review of Siobhan, it's that she can do anything that you put her to. You just have to tell her what it is and she's up.
2: Mm. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Well,
0: I would also Ooh. love to hear about your journey with voice acting because that's something else that you, oh another gosh. personality shoved into that tiny little incredible form. 12,
2: 12 that's jobs at once. More of a new development. Okay. So like, it, like everything that I do, like kind of intertwines with, itself so um you know fully getting into cosplay around 2016 started doing like photo like cosplay photo shoots around 2016 2017 I want to say then it was one of my cosplay friends locally that was like oh hey chef do you want to come do this modeling shoot with me and I was like I'm not a model I've never modeled before and she's like oh come on just just come with it's like basically just like cosplay photography and you, you, you can figure it out from there so I crashed this photo shoot um, Kind of for me, modeling had been just like a learn as you go kind of thing, and just slowly figuring it out. And so that's when that kind of took off. So like for the next few years until the pandemic, I was just like freelance modeling. Joined you know like the Utah, uh, Utah actors model Facebook group. Whatever. There's there's several of them. No, just keeping my eye out for different shoots that sounded interesting, getting to know the modeling community around here. There's a bunch of really, really cool people in it.
1: Also um, both of us being in the creative group without ever working together yeah, previous yeah, to right, us being friends. Right. All of my shoots like with the Disney princesses and the um fairies and everything. We were all we were we were constantly around each other and just not yeah. that's a small what? group. It's not like a huge yeah. group with a bunch of people. It's like a pretty tight-knit group and we still somehow yeah. didn't like even we didn't realize we were both in, in that group until we were friends we're like are you going to this one um i was also yeah. invited to this one yeah yeah oh
0: hold on I, we have a guest
1: lunchbox hi, child. come here hi baby <gasps> lunchbox come here uh, come here come see me Dance is that your Ashwig behind you, or your yes, Robin
2: Ashwig?
0: Downstairs? Okay, sorry. She had to be you know, finicky about it for a second.
2: <gasps>
1: da, 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 da. Cat Hi. moment. Join a the pet, Patreon to you. look at this cat. <laughs> she she's so pretty. I love her so much. She
0: hates being picked up. I love her. Hi, baby. Do you want to say anything <laughs> into the podcast? She's gonna fuck you up. Nope, she's not going to talk. She yells a big game on the floor. She hates whatever I pick her up. Go. <laughs> okay, bye.
2: She had a lot to say until she had a plot. Yeah, that's.
0: She's just like a Twitter user. <laughs> Always in the replies, never on the right. tweets.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't use Twitter. I just using
1: Twitter is a pain in the fucking ass because like it's like people either see it or they don't. Like yeah, yeah. It makes me feel like, stupid. It out, makes like me feel dumb as fuck. Yeah, I'll post like, something I'll do, like, there and be like, here, and like one person likes it, like yeah, and then I move on because. Right. What am I supposed to do? Retweet myself 20 times? And then they added the
0: feature of, like, you can see the impressions this tweet has had. I'm like, I don't want to see how many people looked at this and then, like, just fucked off. Because it's like, oh yeah, a hundred people saw this tweet, but you have nothing to show for it. Fuck
1: you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Twitter's not real, and yes, I will dead name Twitter.
1: I won't ever call it its real name. I won't. I just don't want it to to be. Whooper refers to it as Zitter. (laughs) You didn't like it when I said oh, shitter last time. <laughs> you didn't think that one was funny.
0: I did, I think that's quite the app name. Or is it, or zeter. He says zeter sometimes too.
1: Boolean. Mm-hmm. Call it shitter. <laughs> um, yeah. Social is a pain in the ass. Um followers don't matter when they never have. I don't know. You just barely broke a thousand or two thousand from yeah. well, it's because we also had to beg you to be consistent on your <laughs> Yeah. Us being on our hands, and he's like, Siobhan, please post on your Instagram.
2: <laughs> a, lot was, uh, a lot of it was my social media presence. Again, because I wasn't working on cosplay, so no. I had nothing new to show for it.
1: You wasn't you were it? there to check
2: things? Constantly.
0: So, sir- Circling it's back, funny. I want to hear about yeah, your, your voice back. acting much journey. Because, like, again, everything yeah. intertwines, everything kisses its own ass and comes back together like the fucking human centipede. Yeah. So I need to know which, which portion of the human yeah. centipede we're on now in
2: your life. Yeah, yeah. So it's like doing the modeling stuff on top of the cosplaying and speed skating. And I wasn't going to school at this point. So there was that mercy and only working one job, the, the, the speed skating shop. So, you know, a lot less on my plate, kind of. I just switch things around. It's, it's never less. It's constant. Just go. But yeah, doing the modeling thing, um, finding whatever shoots sound cool, meeting a bunch of like the different models and photographers and the community and whatnot. And then one of my friends who's also a local voice actor was like, hey, Chev, you know, you can like actually get paid for that, right? I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I have like a four year long portfolio now that I've done nothing with other than just putting more stuff in it. So he's like, okay, here's who I'm signed with. This is my agents. You know, I've had really great success with them. Um, they're, they're one of the really good ones here. So pick some images, send them to the agent, see what happens. So it's like, okay, like the worst that could possibly happen is, you know, they say no. And I'm no, like, I have lost so them. can I can I ask this was you're
0: sending your cosplay photos to this agent it's not like you're not sending
2: I'm sending my modeling, your modeling photos. photos okay so it's
0: for a modeling agent can I have
2: my cosplay stuff
0: with not now? your this was not the actual voice acting like you hadn't had a demo reel or anything
2: okay no no yeah so this was just me and all my like fun modeling stuff that I just been doing because so yeah, sent them what I considered to be like my 10 best images, you know, was like, oh, you know, if I hear back from I hear back. Within a week, they had called me back, requested more, and I was signed. And they were like, okay, we mostly focus on acting. Are you cool with being in front of camera and speaking? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's see what happens. I'm I am the biggest yes man. Like if something sounds cool, and and especially if it sounds fun, yeah, I'm in. Let's, let's do it. Let's just see what happens. So in March, 2021 is whenever I got signed. So I started doing like, uh, like background commercial stuff and background for Hallmark films then. And, um, it was then that my friend was like, Hey, you know, and and like people have told me that they've enjoyed hearing my voice and that I have a good speaking voice for for a while, but it was never something that I had really deeply thought about. And, you know, I'd enjoyed anime, but I never saw myself in anime. But that same friend was like, oh, hey, you know, now that you're acting and stuff, consider the voice acting realm. And I was like, you're right. I should, I should see where this goes and see what happens. So that's like it was only within like the past two years that I even remotely considered voice acting like as as a possible realm for me to explore and now it's like one of my favorite things that's awesome and I'm so grateful to this friend but yeah last year it was actually November last year I had created my first demo reel commercial demo reel for those of you who are in Um, Aspiring voice actors, your commercial demo reel, is going to be the most important thing because the first thing that agents are going to look at is going to be your marketability and how they can sell your skills. So if you can sell a product, that's what they want. Also, commercials pay more than animation. So another thing to consider. Um, Something that I frequently hear from my voice acting colleagues, friends who like voice act in anime professionally is commercials pay the bills, anime and video games pay the soul.
0: That's a really good, really good piece of advice.
2: And don't do
1: audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. Skip fucking audio Don't get stuck I've in the audiobook book box.
2: Audiobooks. I will admit they don't pay great. Um, right now I'm focusing on the building my resume aspect. Yeah. I won't take four years this time. But it's okay but, if it know, does. More to say. Yeah, exactly.
1: But it's if Siobhan t- waits serious. four years, oh, she's going to fucking move on.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? But I've done like two audiobooks. They've both been um, Japanese to English, Traveler's Guides. Those are pretty nifty. You're on Um, top of
1: it. I just know that our mutual friend who got you into voice acting got stuck in audiobooks. I don't want to fucking do this
2: anymore. I was at his um, voice acting panel at Anime Bonsai and he was like, don't do audiobooks if you don't gotta do audiobooks they pay
1: the bills but they, t- they just take so much work out of you I because really you have to do all that. of the fucking mixing yourself and no, all of the arranging no. yourself
2: mm-hmm. like there's
1: there's no director it's you and this fucking book good luck that sounds
2: awful. <laughs> yeah yeah and most most audiobooks either pay like royalty percentage based on sales or they pay you a flat fee up front which you know can range from like fifty dollars to four hundred, which sounds incredible, especially for an hourly rate, but that's per finished hour that means it's based on the final yeah. product so if the audiobook itself only like only has an hour runtime, you're only getting fifty bucks. It doesn't matter that you just spent four hours producing the whole thing that's frustrating, so, yeah, be careful with uh audiobook contracts that's
1: why you do your- that's why you do your commercials. Yeah. And figure it out from there. But you've picked up yeah. some pretty serious commercial gigs upcoming, haven't you?
2: Yes. Like if yes. you're if you're allowed to
1: talk about those, sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm not under NDA. You could just be
0: vague about it, just to be I
2: safe. Um, yeah, I'm. They haven't signed a, They haven't made me sign a contract, but I normally don't speak about upcoming. Yeah, projects. don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I'm not you sorry. just got. I was like, saying it. like you
1: have, you have stuff
2: on the table. Is all I was gonna say. I have two uh, local commercial gigs that are fairly large. Um, I'm going to be helping out a couple of like local indie video game devs with voicing characters as well. Um, And then I recently joined something at the university in regards to like growing businesses, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be, you know, like strictly marketing, you know, produce a tangible product and mass produce kind of thing. It's whatever you want your business to be.
1: Yeah. And you are Um, your own product.
2: Yeah, exactly. And talking to the other business owners, thinkers in there, I'm like, oh, hey, by the way, whenever you get to the point where you do want to have commercials or like do you want to create content, consider using my voice. Anyway, here you go. Here's my demo reel. Here's my resume. Also, I am SAG eligible.
0: That's awesome. <laughs>
1: Wow, you guys are really cool business people. Do you want someone to talk about your business? Boink. Yeah, yeah. hand it uh, right
2: over. I <laughs> down. So I'm doing an audio book, uh, like a poetry audio book for yeah. one of the creatives oh, in there. Oh, awesome. Nice. How many yeah. resumes do you have?
1: <laughs> Counting your demo reels. Counting your demo reel also as a as a resume.
2: <laughs> okay, so there's my commercial demo reel. I haven't dove into the other types of, like, voiceover demo reels. You'll get there but... when you get there. Yeah, right. Um. I need to, like, actually produce my acting demo reel. <laughs> yeah. But I should do that at some point. Um, there's my cosplay resume. Technically, my sports resume. There's my actual work history. Um, I now have a singing coach, so I guess I'll have a singing demo reel before. For yeah, yeah. too long as what well. What a fucking
1: reel and everything. Yeah. Like, when we were talking to Travis Molinix about it, like, last week, he's like, i because he edits and does people's demo reels for a living like yeah. when he's not voice acting he's doing people's demo reels and showing them how to make them he's like make one for fucking everything um marianne they're both friends marianne bray and she's like i have one that's just me meowing and it gets me so many fucking roles as just being a cat um make a fucking demo reel for everything you can make weird animal noises do it i don't that's know like,
2: yeah, creature noises is that's like, um, I was in on one of Cassandra Lee Morris's video game voice acting classes, and there was one class where we spent the entire time just doing creature sounds. So she would just, you know, throw an idea at us and be like, all right, perform. All right, let's go, guys. Let's go, gamers. <laughs> time to
1: start fucking meowing. Get to yeah. it. Yes, yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Once you master your purr, you are in.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh but...
1: Yeah, you're you're a ma- woman of many many hats. You do so yeah, much, yeah. and it all feeds back into itself in some way. It does, it um, does it's incredible? I just no like one doing thing. everything. So you're in university
0: now. What the fuck are you going to school for? Yes.
2: So that I actually have a degree, so I actually get paid for the work I do.
0: Not the um, direction that I was expecting you to answer that. I <laughs> meant like, what are you in school for? Like, what's your
2: major? <laughs> Fuck if she knows, dude. I was, I was too real with that one. Like, genuinely um, fuck if she knows. Yeah, right? I'm too busy doing everything. Do, do you think I have an idea of what I'm doing? Absolutely not. No. What's um, your class so-
1: schedule right now? Is it like Japanese and some other shit and then some other shit for a different degree program and then some other shit for a different one we're just stirring it up?
2: Yeah, basically. Well, it, it it all works together, kind of. Okay, so the the fancy name for the major that I'm in is called the... um. I'll watch me forget the, the actual name of the <laughs> yeah. major. Uh, it's like the engineering. I actually have forgotten. Incredible. The EAE program. <laughs>
1: uh, I'll, I'll get it for you. You keep talking. No. I'll get it for you.
2: I'm in the video game major. And I call, it's called the games program. That's what everyone calls it. Video games. <laughs> so I'm in game okay. dev because um, whenever I first started school here, like I mentioned earlier, I was in architecture. I was fully planning to get a whole ass architecture degree. I love like building and making shit. It seemed natural and that's, you get paid lots of money for that. Um, the U wouldn't or has yet to come to a decision on whether they'll accept my credits from that private school in Missouri. And they told me I could just retake the classes. Okay, Hist- like they wanted me to retake stuff like architectural history. I understand that you can like learn more about history, that you know, more more discoveries can be found. History in and of itself doesn't change because it's already happened. What? I'm not taking architectural history again if it's not gonna be a deep dive into something specific. And, I mean, I took
0: like I'll I took a couple architectural history classes in college as like part of my Art stuff, and it was always like we're going to huh. start with ancient Egyptian cultural architecture and ancient Grecian. Yeah, it's always Mesopotamia. And so it's like that, that hasn't changed <laughs> in five thousand years.
2: Yeah. Mesopotamia, then, then to Egypt, and then we hit the like the romans and all of that and it's always almost entirely focused on western architecture yeah yeah we spent an entire week so two days two days on all of asia i want to learn about asian architectural history that's what i want and i want the breakdown i want
0: to know the difference between how japanese interlocking wooden techniques is different from the way that like chinese terracotta tiles are like what the fuck like
2: Oh man. So that's what quintess like what what helps Japanese oh it was during the I want to say during the Heian period that things that Japan finally uh had started creating its own art and architectural like culture and history for itself because prior to then it was kind of like their own copy-ish of like Chinese architectural and art. But they did like a soft closing of the country. So it was during that time of peace that at least the elite classes um, had so much leisure time that they could do whatever they wanted and in speaking in poetry as instead of speaking in plain, you know, plain Japanese, because that was kind of considered vulgar and whatnot, and using just local um, like craftsmanship. So... That's where we start to see the split off between, like, the Japanese using the um, hinoki versus the Chinese tiles. So whenever you look at, architect- like, uh, Japanese versus Chinese versus Korean architecture, look at the roof first. What's it made out of? That'll be, like, one of the easiest telltale signs.
0: See, I just, I, I love off. talking to <laughs> you. Yeah. scratch that perfect, oh, my- like, intellectual nerd itch in my
1: brain. <laughs> He's mine. I had her first. share. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. We I'm not, just not kidding.
2: Talking about the Momoyama period in in my Japanese art history class today, and I was about to pop off in class. That. Oh my god! <laughs> like he was like our professor was showing us um one of the one of the uh, Chonin artworks uh that predated um uh, Ukiyo-e. Mm-hmm where the the merchant class would use like gold leaf and comparing that to like Heian period where you know you had wealth and you like you wanted to display it but you didn't want to be you know outright about it or like what like again what they considered to be vulgar with it at this point the merchants give a shit about what the elite class had. They're the ones with the money now, not the elites. So they're like, yeah, let's put gold leaf on everything. So one of the pieces that uh, the professor showed us was you know, uh, one of those gold leaf prints that, fo- that showed like a samurai and a geisha. Now, if you fast forward into the Edo period, looking into the Yoshiwara district, um, the Yoshiwara district in Tokyo at the time was the-, the red light district. And one of the rules was samurai weren't allowed in. So my question to the professor was, you know, given that this rule existed, why? Why this? And he was like, oh yeah, like those rules existed, but rules were made to be broken. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this this art piece makes perfect sense. The now.
0: rules were made to be broken because I too want to fuck a samurai.
1: <laughs> Who doesn't <laughs> want to fuck a samurai? <sighs> I'm just saying the iron.
2: True. Gorgeous. <laughs>
1: Amen. <laughs> we're all
0: a little too gay to be on this podcast together <laughs> to get on this topic. Yeah, right.
2: You think we're That's too- That's why bad. I need to run, like, the 18-plus, like, ukiyo
1: Yeah, let's get the one that lets us get some titties <gasps> oh, out.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God! Because ukiyo is, like, so intertwined with, like, sex culture and prostitution. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a fascinating Especially the ukiyo-e,
0: ukiyo-e relationship in later years to French artists. And, like, that kind of interaction, and then with sex workers that were um, paid to be models, and, like, the the influence that it has on, like, the European aspect into the more modern Ukiyo-e, and then the reverse of that. I just, Mm. uh, I love it. (laughs) I love our history so much.
2: Me too. (laughs) And then Prussian Blue being finally brought over to Japan, and that's why Hokusai was able to create the Great Wave, which, you know, all of 36 views amount fuji Became an entire thing, dominantly using the Prussian blue, and mm, just chef's kiss.
1: Thank God for Prussian blue. Uh, yes.
0: I don't know if you're watching in this corner back here, but my cat currently just, yeah, just where
1: she's disappeared like into
0: the into the cat realm. Cat dimension, I guess.
1: Child, are you okay back there? She can open doors. Uh,
0: if they're, so they're, the if they're very slightly right ajar, she just bats at it until it opens.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. sick. Okay, cool. Love that. Um, up to her own thing, but I don't know. I love listening to Shimon talk. I love modeling with her. She is the biggest inspiration I anyone could know, like genuinely. And I'm not even just saying it to blow smoke up her ass. No one can compete with your drive. And I just, I, I love you, Shimon. I love cosplaying I love you. with you. Thank you for coming on our podcast. I mean, we're not, we're not done here, but you know, I just, I just want to <laughs> say it. Like, thank, thank you for humbling little old me with your presence. <laughs> What can I
0: um, say about it? Yes, again. you are. Yeah, it
1: looks like you've been doing <laughs> this for so fucking long, and it feels like right now you're at your prime because you've managed to make so many connections and establishment, like within yourself that now you're fucking winning best in show and contests, and now you're oh master God. division like, and going woo. fucking crazy. Like, in the first I, year yeah, of you like competing, you're already in master. You speedrun everything. I, that's just...
2: Yes. Uh, that's exactly. you. I, like, like, even literally with speed skating. Whenever I first moved out to Salt Lake, I had not skated. Like learning how to like kind of figure skate that one summer, like leading up to me moving out here. Just like so, I, I can do it. Somewhat competent, existing on skates, you know. Before, that was that was it for my speed you... skating for my skating experience. Period. Within two years, I was trained. I was doing like off ice training and stuff with the national.
0: Hold team. on, you. Decided you were going to move across the country for a specific sport
1: by yourself
0: after barely graduating high school for a sport that you hadn't even done?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. okay. Two-year Olympian-level mastery, by the way.
0: (laughs) that, That makes sense. That doesn't make me feel bad
1: about being nervous about literally making a phone call or anything. Jesus fucking (laughs) Christ! You skated for like a month and said I could do this, and then
2: well, the whole reason I kept it under wraps was again because of my family and the expectations that they had. Like I was present whenever my brother had told my father that he wanted to play lacrosse, and my father absolutely like shredded him to pieces, just immediately tore him down. And it was at that moment that I realized, you know, that I couldn't say anything to my family. So if I wanted to succeed I had to keep it to myself yeah and I couldn't share it and that means not being able to practice or train yeah and I also unfortunately learned for myself at an early age which is something I'm trying to unlearn now um was that I couldn't trust anyone yeah because my biggest fear was being ratted out to my family and that would be completely devastating to me because I saw them crush my brother's soul and I knew that they would do the same to me yeah so I kept it. it under wraps for seven years before I moved out to Salt Lake. This
0: is the worst possible time to have this interruption. It says that participant Ugami is having a problem. <laughs> it doesn't say she's having a
1: problem on my. It side. says What's your failure reason
0: error. Their high quality audio stream from microphone has stopped. Ugami should check that their mic or interface oh. is functioning properly. Close any non ZenCaster software and disable browser extensions that might be blocking the audio capture.
2: Oh, That's interesting! I Which is did weird. Not this says for Mike. Yeah, list, I
0: am still know. seeing the 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 waves, but literally every time I close out of the alert, it pops back up. So I don't know what to do.
2: All oh. right, time for me to close out of my like homework that I had just you know on my screen. Just like so <laughs> unoccupied,
1: like the huh? Odd. It close says it's still on you, and on your that you're healthy right on now. my side. It is still recording you, which is weird. Yeah, that it's I keep getting on you my side, but I'm not having any issues. It might just be, like, the high-quality okay, part cool. of the show. I just stream. wanted to
0: make sure that we didn't I have know. any other issues, because this has been such a good episode so far. So,
1: Well, I don't know, because it's still recording. Alright, well, we'll just fucking... Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll
0: soak. Fucking, we fucking
1: ball. Ball. Hey guys, here's the, <laughs> here's the butchered I'm just trauma-dumping uh, on your
2: podcast. No. No.
1: Trauma, you can trauma-dump. Yes, dump. please That's do. Resume. Tell us more about your
2: intense backstory. Yeah, no, yeah, right. (laughs) But yeah, no, like I kept it under wraps for seven years straight. Like I remember, (laughs) I remember this kind of like a wild like side story that like fits into all this. So like I had my wisdom teeth removed, like my second or third year of high school. And I remember thinking to myself going into that surgery, okay, I know I'm going to be out of it. Do not say a word about speed skating do not rat, do not rat yourself out that was my biggest fear going into fucking surgery was accidentally letting it slip my deep love for speed skating to my family and so I remember like just chilling out there in the chair and then just like falling asleep basically instantly and then waking up and my first thought in my mind was don't make an idiot of yourself I remember like thinking that very very vividly don't make an idiot of yourself do not talk about speed skating and I succeeded all right it worked. Yeah. Yeah. I, family was none the wiser. I came out to Salt Lake, was doing school. Like literally the day after I had moved out to Salt Lake, I immediately went out to the Olympic Oval, happened to run into Derek Para, who um, for those who aren't involved in the sports and speed skating world, he is um, Olympic speed skater who medaled during the 2002 games here in Salt Lake City, gold, silver medalist, world record holder at the time. Um, so I ran into him. I'm like shaking internally trying to have a conversation with this guy and not fangirl. And I'm like, hey, so I came out here to become a speed skater. What do I need to do? And he was like, okay, come back tomorrow. We'll get you on the ice. Took off from there.
1: Yeah. You just always know how to know the right people before you- I guess. You're going to start voice acting. Um, who's your guide? Who's your teacher? Your leader? Oh, it's fucking Ray Chase.
2: I love Ray so much. <laughs>
1: Like, wow, you just, you stumble into it so confidently and it works for you every single time. And so you're like 10 for 10 on perfection. Of just like, uh, we're going to try it. Who do we know? Um, you and it's fucking Robbie Damon, Ray Chase. Uh, wow. What a, what a good start.
2: Oh my goodness. Um, one of my friends was, uh, the host of the One Piece panel at Anime Pasadena this yeah. past weekend with all the voice actors and stuff. And she went the to moderator go say hi afterwards, it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, hey, by the way, tell Chev I say hi. And I'm like, oh, Ray, I love you. That's what Robbie does
1: every single time me and Gavin are at a con. We're like going up, just like say hi most of the time because we don't need to pay for a picture with him because after like level up where we were like, yeah, we know Gami, he just knows our faces. Um, yeah. So we walk by Akon and be like, good hey, good. Robbie!" Yeah. And he stops his line, he's like, guys, come flex with me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> And we send it to you and we're like Robbie says hi by the way because he knows our faces because he knows us through you now like yeah. you're you're so ingrained like this yeah. i think um, i think i don't know
2: fun we're kind of that part break. with chris <laughs> fun side story for the listeners who don't know um i became friends with the lava guys because i took them speed skating at the olympic oval whenever they were guesting here at anime Bonze a few years ago and, Which is and so we've been and cool. Friends ever since. <laughs> I love those guys so much. I love how you pitch
1: it too. you be like, you want to come speed skating? Um, by the way, no, since they you're just in crashed
2: Utah. their stream one day and was like, well, I'd been like kind of active in like their yeah, chat yeah, been and what. Uh, a little whenever bit. they were like, um, whenever they would stream regularly, they they don't stream anymore. I'm sad about it personally. I miss the I miss the stream because they're doing so,
1: in person like, events.
2: yeah, yeah, those, those like, I get it, guys. I was- it. But man that was that was a good time but yeah I'd, I'd been like kind of active in their stream and active in their community and they were like oh hey yeah we're coming out to anime bonsai so i just dm'd them and was like oh if you want like i'm a like i work at the olympic team and stuff speed skating olympic yeah, oval yeah. y'all come try it out and they're yeah. like yes yes we do that's awesome and like i remember meeting like going because I, I think I was in the second-hand sale that bonsai. I'm always in the second-hand sale. Yeah, you but always have shit off. to get rid of. Yeah. And then I had to run off and do something. So I didn't have cosplay on, but I was planning on cosplaying that night from their fake religion that they uh, created by accident. Nuns of Moloch. Let's go, guys. Let's go. The same time so you got then, a dress code, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always get dress coded at bonsai, though. Why? Yes. Um, But. They don't like I, women. <laughs> yeah right.
1: If they see a woman's thigh, they get really wow. mad.
2: Um... I only had my thighs out in that cosplay, and they still pulled me aside. Dude. But yeah, yeah, I was yeah. cosplaying one of the nuns from the Nuns of Moloch, which Robbie said I could do whatever I want with that because I originally asked him, you know, is there something specific you have in mind? Is there an idea? He's like, no, no, just do what you want. That is so you made it slutty. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a dangerous thing to tell me because yeah. I will do whatever I want. And I'm very comfortable with not wearing much at all. So I got like this black dress with a slit that came like practically to my rib oh my cage, gosh. like on both sides, you know, thighs out. You know, none habit and everything. Little rosary with the with an owl at the end instead of Jesus. It was great. And yeah. Like a couple of my other friends were cosplaying the Nuns of Moloch with me because, you know, three lava guys. So obviously there's going to be three nuns. Yeah. And those two friends already in cosplay had already gone say hey to them. They're like, oh yeah, Ugami's here. Like, Chev is here. Let's. And, you know, they're getting excited because, you know, they've only known me as a username at this point. Yeah. And so finally, you know, meeting up face to face, they were so excited to like finally meet me. So, like, I remember Max was the first person who I walked up to and I was like, hi my name's Siobhan Brown, you know, offering my hand for a handshake. You might know me as Ugami Cosplay. He like stood up and was like, oh my God, it's you. You're real. Oh, that's so precious. <laughs> like
1: real soyjack moment. Of, like,
2: wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. And then I went around, I I, I met Ray next. And then I hopped into Robbie's line and met him. And yeah, we we just clicked instantly. Immediately.
1: And since then you've made cosplays for Ray Chase and you're an official yeah. cosplayer for Sky Brother Force. And Whew. Uh,
2: I want a Sky just, Brother, like, a whole-ass Sky Brother Force cosplay group so dude, bad. Dude, same. Same. I want friend. one so bad.
0: I listened yeah. to all of it and was like, I, why does it stop here? I need more. Yes.
2: <laughs> right? no. And, like, I was talking to Ray and Logan about it. There's still the unreleased Independence Day episode. Like, it's already been like finalized mastered all that fun stuff ray just needs to hit the set ray, button. ray if you're listening to- ray well we're we're waiting for ray to get back to us because logan's like i'd love to
1: come ray. talk to you guys but ray's busy ray's been so busy. if you're busy. listening ray yeah
0: let's follow up email I right need now <laughs> answers to what happens in this story <laughs> i need to know what happens to my baby boy <laughs>
1: <laughs> when we get Sky Brother for us, or if we, at least when we get Logan, um, conversations will be had. And if we don't have Ray with us, it's going to be conversations with Logan about how Logan wants Ray to post the damn episode. Maybe we should move on to our boss battles. Our segment. Our, our little, little segment, segment, segment time. Our mm-hmm. little. Do you want to explain it for the listeners who might be tuning in? Just
0: because I will to? explain it for all of you, every single one of you that has our little snails that have crawled into your ear. Um, We have a little fun gratitude exercise that we like to do on the show. It's called Boss Battles and Beach Episodes. A boss battle is anything negative that you might have dealt with. It can be small, it can be big, it doesn't matter. It's just something that you have overcome recently. And a beach episode is what you have experienced to counterbalance that. So anything good, anything happy, anything you're looking forward to. Um, Parker, would you like to start?
1: Um, Yeah, my boss battle is since post-Bonsai, because Bonsai is not... A real convention. Um, it's they, it's in the same facility it's been in for the last 10, 15 years. It's um, run by the same people with the same artists and almost the same guests that they get every single year. And so a lot of people don't really make big stuff for it because no one's there to see big stuff. You're mostly there to just hang out in the courtyard with your friends and then go home. Um, I'm there to get drunk. <laughs> Yeah, no one's there to be there seriously. So no one's really making big shit unless you're in the contest because the contest does like good, they have good sponsorships for the contest. Like I think Siobhan won like at least $150 in phone.
2: Oh, oh um, yeah.
1: Gift cards and then Arda gift cards and makeup mm. gift cards and yeah. then um, tickets to tickets Level to Up. Tickets to other
2: conventions, yeah. Yeah,
1: like there's enough influence where it's worth it to try only if you're in the contest. If you're not doing any of that other shit, you just show up. So I I felt very stunted. And especially because it was on my birthday weekend. I didn't want to fucking go hard. I didn't want to make something that was going to stress me out. I didn't want to deal with it. So I just wore two cosplays that I basically bought. Because I was pre-Time Skip Nami. And then I was mis- or I was post Times skip nami fishman island and then i was thriller bark and i basically bought you bought me that costume for my birthday and all i did was add cuffs and a collar that made it look nice so i didn't really make a single fucking thing and then the thing i did make made gavin have an allergic reaction so bad i thought we were gonna have to go to the fucking er when all of us are drunk and stoned on my birthday <laughs> on my birthday it was is not midnight <laughs> yet. He takes his hoodie off. That I died, and we don't know why because he's never had a reaction like this before. Just completely out of the blue, we're like, okay, um, everyone, start drinking some water and drinking a Red Bull. We might have to go. Oh my God. <laughs> so um, that's it. That's just, one of my things. I made was a complete failure because it made Gavin very very sick. Um, he's fine hey, now. I'm just it's saying
2: you all, well. you all made me twenty dollars richer. <laughs> So true. <laughs> um, Gavin and I have this bet: whoever dies first owes the other twenty days. <laughs> <laughs> Can- <laughs>
1: um, they're waiting. Uh, Gavin's gonna lose because Siobhan's more. Oh my god! But, well, yeah, yeah, she drank the fountain of youth. We've already covered this. Yeah, yeah, we you know. But the the bet is for fun. Um, <laughs> so I felt just I've been having really bad imposter syndrome since bonsai because it felt like I haven't made anything. Proper since Fanex and what I did, some of it was rushed because, you know, fuck me. Why am I doing this? So I still have to build everything and I'm going to do it for level up and blah, blah, blah. But right now, because of the holidays and there's not really like a convention until Isekai in February for me, I just hate being in my off season. My off season makes me feel like I'm not a real cosplayer. I don't do shit. I just do like my silly little photo shoots, my lewd shoots, because that's what I do the most lewd shoots for some reason. It's like, it's cold. Let's go in a studio and take our clothes off
2: um <laughs> hey that's that's what our weekend plans are I, that's that's literally what that's also why yeah, we, the we, most yeah.
0: popular birthdays in the world are in early september because
1: <laughs> everyone says yeah, it's know, cold we we fuck. on the holidays <laughs> we fucking on the holidays but yeah i just i'm not doing like any major shoots um we have that one and then i'm doing my needy streamer shoot finally with carly because we put it off after Fanex because i'm not gonna do like we got photos with kevin and that was great he did great on those but it's also we're definitely in the convention center so it's like we're putting off our real shoots and we're basically just shooting everything that i've been holding on to like isa is going to get ritzko together so that way we can do like are, uh, huh. There's just so much shit on my backlog that I finally now have to deal with, and I don't get to make new shit until I finish paying for all the shoots and the studio rentals and shit. I gotta do. Right. I just feel frustrated. I'm just I'm imposter syndrome from not doing anything. That's my whole ramble. That's my boss battle. I want to make cool shit, but I can't until I finish the cool shit that's already on my fucking plate. Fuck. <laughs>
2: hey at least at least <laughs> you take pictures of your cosplays unlike me i know people I have, don't. Like, you have like know a 10-year portfolio of like cosplays and nothing to show for it because i now. don't take pictures yeah finally <laughs> but <laughs> i still need to take pictures of the stuff selfie you so take badly. in the car
1: is what you post on instagram because you didn't take anything else
2: yeah honestly or like pictures of of myself that people took at cons like for me or like shot. other people took at cons and I'm like oh yeah thank God you did this
1: real. yeah real I got you we have to hold you at gunpoint if it's if it's a con that we're at with you it's like Sean take a photo please or we'll take photos of you. If it's yeah. not, and you're alone by yourself at a con away from us because no. you're guessing or something, no fucking photo exists. I have to beg, yeah. Siobhan, what are you wearing today? Let us see, please. And I send that text 20 times. I send it to her in the group chats. I text it to her personal number. And then I send it to her on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like one I of these notifications will my- fucking stick.
2: I didn't you also message Logan? Logan brother for us and be like, hey, him? will
1: you fucking tell Siobhan to check her phone? <laughs>
2: And then, like, yes. Logan shows me the message, and I'm like, oh, oh my shit. god!"
1: Yes. Please take photos so we can live through you.
2: I know I said it then, Logan, but again, if you're listening, thank you.
1: Now you, you have photos for your me.
2: portfolio that
1: prove, you know, you worked <laughs> with Ray yeah. because you took photos of it. Wow. Yeah. All right, Siobhan, what's your boss battle? Because she just you know caught you on that
0: whole bullshit so what's your boss
2: i'm my boss battle my my big boss battle is tomorrow i have um a midterm in my coding class and coding is what i'm the worst at i don't like coding i have not studied at all i'm gonna die
0: hey i mean chat gpt knows how to code sort of (laughs)
2: But uh, I can't use that on it on like a written. It's test. written and it's coding. It's a written. Yes, yes, yes. I it
0: think I threw up in my mouth a little bit. I'm sorry. I, that's how I felt about that because <laughs> hand me a piece of
1: paper too, or like I'll I'll, I'll die yeah. right here. I, I can't. I can't be graphic on the podcast. That's against monetization. But I would end it. I'd end it all in a vicious way that would change the trajectory of everyone around me. <laughs> if you hand yeah. me a written coding test, <laughs> yeah, what a the fuck?
2: Coding test. Yeah, I. I want to unalab myself. Just I'm a so bit. sorry. That's ugh. yeah, yeah. See you on the flip side, <laughs> boys.
1: Have fun crunching your fucking t- studying <laughs> tonight. Wow crunching is bad and the chef's gonna do it as soon as she logs out of this
2: again one day i'll break the cycle that's why i'm starting my that's why i'm conceptualizing my level up cosplay good now that
0: yes and like and they're two of them are are Luffy's, okay well you know parker has time (laughs) skipped nami i have have time skipped robin if you have time
1: skipped Luffy, we can do a little shoot sometime well, we have, yeah, she has
2: fucking time skip. I which, which flavor of time skip do <laughs> oh, you want? I, I always what? just think of like
0: Fishman Island is like time skip and then everything else is like its own arc. So.
1: Well, we're doing gold. Yeah. Um, you and I are doing Egghead Robin and uh, Nami because you're going to yep. build all of our um, headsets and foam then foam. the boot foam patterns. So we're doing that. Yep. What's the third one for you? Uh, Reborn. I'm wearing Odin. Yeah, I'm wearing Odin when you're wearing Reborn. Sorry. One yeah. Luffy cosplay. One yes. Robin cosplay. Whoa, whoa.
2: Unless we choose to do both gold outfits and switch. I'm gonna be honest. I'm pretty much um, buying my entire like Luffy gold cosplay. I already have the I'm white just from buying a better
1: dress because the other dress was a little transparent because I got it on fucking Amazon in a crunch Ooh. period. Yikes.
2: Yeah, I just need to like buy the Hawaiian shirt that he wears and then buy a white blazer. I can just just buy a
1: basic black cat suit because I don't have to have it reach my feet and my arms because she wears it tied off at her waist. So I can just wear dark boots. So yeah, yeah, I can make both happen. I guess, gun to my head, I can do the (laughs) night version for the after parties. Gun (laughs) to my head. If you insist, (laughs) I'll make three more Nami cosplays for Level Up. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) me. I'm a psychopath! I'll do anything Siobhan tells me, though. Nebula, <laughs> what's your boss battles?
0: My boss battle is significantly, uh, I don't know, depending on the person you are, less
1: exciting. I know what you're about to fucking say. <laughs> Tell us what your boss battle is. Tell us the war you've been fighting. <laughs> um, God's
0: strongest soldier I mean, right here. I- I'm planning a wedding. Uh-huh. there's. Just-
1: Congratulations, this is the first time the podcast
2: is knowing that you're engaged. This is the first uh,
0: time we've recorded since I got engaged. So, Wooper and I got engaged, um, which is absolutely not a boss battle. I'm very happy that
1: that happened. That's the war you've been fighting.
0: But um, planning a wedding is so goddamn stressful, (laughs) and I'm just losing my mind, but uh we toured a venue yesterday and it was really nice um and like all that's great and everything but now comes all the coordinating of like i have to text this family member and this family member and this person and coordinate with this venue owner and then who's gonna pay for this who writes the check who does this how much do we have to pay that's a lot of fucking money and it's just i haven't dealt with numbers this big in terms of like what's coming out of my wallet since Mm. i went to college so i'm a little uh uh and, like, I, I, it's gonna be fine. We can cover everything, but it's just very nerve-wracking, because it's a giant event, and I want to scream a little bit. But, you know, that's life. It's fine. Well,
2: if this takes a little pressure off your plate, um, on top of the list of bullshit that I do, I'm also an ordained minister.
1: So, if you <laughs> want Siobhan to come ordain your wedding, she can come Should with th- us on the trip. We don't
2: have
1: an officiant yet. Um... Oh, Come on, do you want to fly out to Oklahoma in I'm September?
2: Yeah. On. Yeah, I don't have any weddings that I thought
1: you were post September, maybe beginning. That's of kind October. of well,
2: it well, we Ooh.
0: might have changed our venue choice. So now all of October is open. So we kind of not on you
1: know, my birthday. It's not on your right. birthday, don't worry. <laughs> I am
0: maneuvering around that. Um Thank you, please. So it'll probably be late September, early October, um, most likely. Okay. But
1: okay. Oh no, we missed Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so sad for us. I'll oh,
0: I'll gosh. I'll hit you up, Chev. We'll talk about it. Hey,
2: hey. All right. Damn. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, Siobhan, do you want to share? Um, as you're the guest, do you want to go first and share your beach episode?
2: Sure. Um. So, it's been a goal of mine for a while, and like friends begging me to. Uh hit 2K on Instagram so that I finally open up a Patreon. Yeah. And over this past weekend, I somehow hit over 2K. I felt like it was completely out of nowhere. You I don't know, know I what came it. out. Okay, Brag about it. yourself. <laughs> initially, I had no idea. I just saw all these people like showing up on my Instagram and I was like, what the, okay. Um, So Reborn <laughs> is my most favorite thing ever. And um, as a passion project, um, a bunch of voice actors have gotten together to voice the entire manga dub. Um, We hope it'll be the entire manga dub. I recorded my lines for this, like, about this time last year. I'm voicing uh, Hana Kurokawa. um, And I think I was replacing the previous person who they had on or something scheduling issues with them or whatever Mm -hmm. but um yeah that episode of the manga dub like the one where i'm finally in it just released over the weekend so i have a hunch that's where everybody came from um which enthralls me because god i love reborn so much i could just
0: and now you have so many people following you that also love it so now that gives you an excuse to do more stuff with it
2: right right so like immediately like the next day like that night i went ahead made my patreon made it live and everything and then the next day my first post was like a reborn cosplay because i was like okay i think this is where all you are from i love reborn here's my uni cosplay that's so cute (gasps) come come check things out and what's your patreon can you tell us really
0: fast we'll do it again at the end of the show but like what's your patreon
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it's I'll uh, link it, too. Don't worry. Thank you. It's, like, patreon.com backslash... I think it's just me Cosplay. I don't think there's anything Alright, hell me. yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, yeah. I got you. I got you. I, I'm subbed
1: to it. That's how I know I have it. <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah. Thank God. Yeah, and there's, like, 20 going... different ones. I'm gonna... I'll plug you... I'll plug. I'll plug it. Fuck. I don't care. She's got, like, 12 <laughs> different ones. So if you're into 3D printing, she has a th- tier for you. You want to yeah. see her butt, too? also a tear for you like whatever <laughs> whatever you want to fucking eat she's got it yeah
2: um, yeah I'm give, I'm a guys. love it
1: <laughs> give her your money
2: yeah thumbs up but yeah i think i finally released my first like makerspace post today mm-hmm. where it was like a time lapse of me designing chrome's trident from reborn because i'll be cosplaying her at komori in a couple of yay! weeks yay so, yeah, con announcement. I'm going to be at KomoriCon, guys, working with Cheeto Art Studios and be shown in boutique. So, if you're there the con. And where is five. that
0: con? Okay. And all right, Portland, you have homework.
2: Yeah. I think we have Portland yeah. people too,
0: actually, like for real.
2: Hey! That's exciting. Yeah, You'll I'm planning know. on like a reborn cosplay there, a One Piece cosplay there, and a Persona 5 cosplay. Your entire personality all in one little. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly i just need to like shove some jojo in there
1: yeah sneak in sneak in a giorno with you just to have it yeah oh man the you one need a trigger work time. in there too we're missing a trigger yeah, we'll, work to yeah, really complete exactly. the circle oh my
2: gosh i think the one time that i did go to the one time that i did go to komori i was cosplaying giorno and i cosplayed <laughs> a studio trigger work
1: i was cosplaying <laughs> You. <laughs> I know you. I know what you have. <laughs> I've specific oh tastes. God. You really do. Parker. I was about to, I was about to, I was about to prompt no, you. Too bad. What's your what's your beach Parker, episode? You're it. I don't know cuz I've been very tired. Okay. I don't know. I guess it's just my friends. I'm just very happy that although I've been very unsure of myself, my friends have been very stable. Um, I've been playing a lot more games now that I'm not having to fucking crunch. crunch. Um, It's been nice just to go to dinner and normally and being able to see my friends on a normal basis outside of cosplay. Because I love cosplaying and I love... Hanging out with my friends. I love doing stuff. But the process of having to get up, put on makeup for an hour and a half, put on a wig that's going to give me a headache the entire time so we're not having a good time when we're around each other because we all have mutual headaches. It's like, it's just nice to be able to see everyone outside of the context of what brought us together and understand that we all know each other on a different, deeper level, which is very up my own ass. But, you know, <laughs> it's nice to know my friends outside of things and go to dinner and see each other. And I mean, me and Siobhan see each other on Friday for another cosplay shoot. But when it's like, because we're shooting with Janelle and, you know, when it's fucking yeah. us three, we're all friends. So it doesn't it's feel like it's, work. it's not yeah. work. It's us showing up to a studio for two hours to... Casually get into states of undress while we have fun. Damn, yeah, I'm yeah. jealous. That sounds so fun. That's <laughs> fun. I know. Come hang out with us. Come, do with us. come go a bar with us. I'd love to. <laughs>
2: come, come fly I out. Have to for save money for the wedding. <laughs> I know. Take a Greyhound bus oh out here. Your- I would
0: sooner drive my tiny little Kia Soul all the way there.
1: It's a Kia. It will explode
0: no, it won't. It's sweet. fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's just nice to have friends that are stable right now. I'm very thankful for everyone in my life. Um, It feels nice to walk away from a bonsai without like drama of the people around me being weird to women and I didn't know they were being weird to women. So now Mm -hmm. we're good. Everything's I love my life. I love when I don't have to deal with fallout of weird people surrounding me. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yay. We love that. We're free. I love it. The evil is defeated. The evil is defeated. Thank God we're cringe but we're free we've had too many like oh maybe we should stop talking to that person moments after cons this year yeah oh god yeah (laughs) we're free it doesn't matter um that what's your beach episode my beach is beach
0: beach episode my beach episode is that um so whipper and i are not the kind of people that play a lot of um online or competitive games Um, We both really prefer like story-driven single-player games and we always want to engage in video games together which is a problem because we don't like to play those games. So we've been in this um, more recent like trade-off of one of us plays a single-player game that we love and the other watches and hangs out while we're doing it and like he played through Spider-Man 2. He platinumed the whole thing really loved it and it was so fun to watch him play and then i played through bioshock and bioshock 2 because he never finished bioshock and that's my favorite video game of all time and i think that all right warning for you listeners don't fucking judge me for this i think bioshock 2 is a significantly better sequel in the bioshock universe than bioshock infinite that's just this
1: yeah i I... yeah but a lot of people don't agree with that
0: I've gotten to a lot of. I just, I no also like Infinite as a game. It's as a game, it's fine. As a Bioshock game? Mm, I think the Bioshock 2 is better. But he had never um, seen past the uh, Andrew Ryan reveal in Bioshock, and he had never seen any of Bioshock 2. So I got to play my favorite game with my favorite person, and he got to experience it for the first time. So that was really exciting. And now we just started Okami. And he has tried to play Okami Mm -hmm. before, but it's not really his like gameplay style, but he loves watching it. So I, it's my, my second favorite game. (laughs) I love that game so much. And Siobhan, have you played Okami? Do you know of it? You love, you love ukiyo prints? You need to play Okami. And also, (gasps) because the entire thing is animated to look like an ink painting on rice paper. The the entire storyline is, um, ancient Japan folklore. Um, It's all, you play as the sun goddess, Amarasu, or Amarasu, I don't know how you say it. Um, Amaterasu. She goes by Ami, because she's a wolf. (laughs) And you have this little, like, tiny little pixie guy that hangs out with you, and you encounter all the other spirits of nature, and all the other gods, and you're trying to free them from Orochi, and then you find out, oh shit, Orochi is not the big bad, there are so many other demons that are now like plaguing Nihon. And what are you going to do to save them? And it's beautiful. The soundtrack is phenomenal. It uses all traditional Japanese instruments. Um, it is Ooh. so good. And you can get the. I love me some shit. I <laughs> And all like the little enemies, like little imps you fight are musically themed. So there's these little imps with their little paper masks and they have like shamisen's that they're hitting you with or like flutes and things. It's. So fun. I love the game. And now I get to play it with Wooper. And I'm really excited. And another reason I wanted to play it with Whooper is because there is so much of the story that ties into One Piece.
1: which ties back into
0: oda using like literary elements and folklore and things into so many elements of one piece and when we got to wano and got through all this stuff i'm like whoop i need you to sit down and play this fucking game because everything is lighting up now and I, i you have to see it so if you like one piece if you like japanese culture if you like video games in general play okami it's fucking awesome
2: I think I just ticked everything that you've just said. Yeah, yeah. You
0: will love it. It will become your personality (laughs) for a
2: month. (laughs) I need to live somewhere where I can set up my computer again and where I can play games. Yes.
0: Oh, it's such a good stream game. It's It's such a good one to
1: just chill stream. Yeah, you. Please return to streaming, Uh, please Ugami. We miss you. I miss it. I know it's not your fault. I just we miss you. Please, things
2: balance. Please, universe balance i i keep doing all these things something has to line up correctly where i can like find a stable place to live and actually afford it again right <laughs> rent market right oh i here? love being an adult <laughs> um
1: uh, neb you and whoop should also get i mean you have it but you should get whoop to play lethal company yes
0: he asked me the other day he was like what were you playing that you were screaming about i'm like oh boy let me tell you because you will love it i'll send him
1: every single video the one that ray took of um you know him being blown (laughs) up with zach and brandon the one of me gavin and carly i'll send you all we'll send all the videos like just watch the video video of zach just like what is that noise and then turning around and being picked up by an alien and eaten
2: (laughs) oh my god
1: When you can return to stream, like
2: Phasmo, right? Yes,
1: where it's proximity chat and you have to just play and do simple tasks and
2: live. Um, It's the best. It's a good stream game. Ooh, excellent. Because, yeah, whenever I played Phasmo, I I don't fear the ghost. So I would volunteer to be my team's sacrifice and I would go on Let's purpose and add some actual
1: ghost. scary shit that gets you immediately no ghosts no fucking ghosts it's real things yeah. running at you is it's like we um if we, okay. if you combined
0: phasmophobia subnautica and like the scp foundation into one game like the structure of phasmophobia the concept of subnautica where you're going to this different planet and trying to get profit for the company and the horrors of scp <laughs> foundation as a concept she don't know what we're talking about.
2: I'm, not, I'm a, Just because I'm a games major doesn't mean I know jack <laughs> shit about she video don't play games. Nothing. She
1: is not a gamer.
2: Oh my God. No, I'm a game dev, not a gamer. When we got her to
1: play Apex, she was like, guys, you have to know I'm not an intense gamer. We're like, okay.
2: <laughs> I was oh like, gosh. Parker, you gotta carry my ass through this whole and thing. And then we did. And then Well, we then got, Okami
1: is a perfect it. game for you because one of the main mechanics
0: Yay. is drawing pictures to make different powers happen. <laughs>
1: you never like drawing do. characters and stuff uh,
0: or no you don't do any of the characters you only do i oh,
1: thought you do something no I you mean. just do
0: little signs um the like kanji and stuff will pop up uh after you do but yeah, you don't yeah. actually draw the kanji i
2: forgot sorry oh, it's been hard. like 10 years since i Man, if it was writing kanji i would have been like okay i You'll got love this it. i'm working on You stroke will order. love it
0: well Siobhan, thank you for coming on our show it was so nice to talk to you thank you for having me you're welcome me. back we anytime love you. i feel like we just kind of barely scratched the surface of all the shit that you do oh my god
2: yeah this is like the fast overview on what i do this was the speed run by the time we can get her like dedicate a specific episode to like a specific port like section of my life by
1: the time we have even a chance to get her back with schedule, she'll be at, like, three different cons and back. Oh, so. yeah.
0: You're gonna be, like, an award-winning voice actor. You're gonna be, like, I'm judging oh the God. cosplay contest
1: at Anime Expo. It's fine. Like, that's... <laughs> she'll leap up within the next four months. Don't worry. <laughs> um, either way, everyone, thank you for... Oh, wait, let's get yeah. to our plug. Well, so silly. Where can we find um, you?
2: Oh. Oh, my gosh. uh Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, my username is Ugami Cosplay on literally everything: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon. Uh, did I have a Discord server now that I'm trying to bring back to life? Uh, we can put that in. The yeah, I'll put it in. I'll put it. Or whatever. Discord. Don't worry.
1: Everyone will have access but to yeah. you.
2: Yeah. yeah. At um, Ugami way. Cosplay on everything. I have. I have TikTok. I've posted all of two, and I've reposted. I think pretty much everything that friends have like. Captured me in because God forbid I record anything myself. Am I right?
0: Yeah, I feel that. Uh
2: <laughs> and Parker, where can all the listeners find you?
1: Uh oh, man, me and my multiple handles. I'm Little Light B on Twitter and I'm Crown Guard Cosplay on Instagram and uh Patreon, but I'm also Little Light B on Twitch. I think that's all the things I've been using lately. All right,
0: so listeners, yeah. we gotta bully her into picking one handle and putting it on everything.
1: I can't. Yeah. Well, the issue is I wanted yeah. to go by we Crown Guard kidding. Cosplay on everything, but the name is too fucking long. So I can't use we will it on find everything. A but Crown Guard Cosplay predates everything okay. else. So. But what do you identify with the most? Specifically, Crown gotcha. Guard Cosplay. That's how I market myself on my business cards. But um, Nebula Working You can continue? find me on Instagram and
0: Twitter at Nebula underscore Inky. That's I N K Y. Um, and I also have an art Instagram. I don't update it very much, but in case you want to check it out, it's nebula underscore inky underscore art. So you can look at my my drawings and shit.
1: You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at fandamespod, and you can find us at patreon.com slash fandamespod. And that's it. Thank you, everyone, for coming to listen. Thank you again, Siobhan, for being here. Um, Thanks we love you. Me. Uh, thank you for letting us be in your ears and enjoying this. And for having of- an additional Bye. snail! Oh, shit! I'm-
2: Three, Three snails in your
1: ear this
0: time!
2: And bye. <laughs> bye! Bye!